Welcome back to another episode of Ultras 11. I'm Joe. And I'm Al. And today's random fact of the day is, did you know, Alex, that only 8% of the world's currency is physical? <laughs> Even more of a fun fact, 7.8% of that is in Saudi Arabia. Wow. I'm thinking actually 7.8% isn't in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it's just, it's just the perfect way to talk about my first topic that I want to speak to you about. We kind of gave it away last Let's week because I'm stupid. It's better than up. DJ Khaled. Yeah, dude. I'm pretty sad. I got the keys. <laughs> um, but uh, last week I kind of mentioned it, but this week we're going to talk about it. You gave it a little sneak peek. Yeah, a little <laughs> preview for you guys. Um, so the ongoing trend right now that you see in the world of football is Saudi Arabia is coming in with some pretty lucrative hot offers. And you see a lot of these players actually like analyzing and whatever. Before you would have guys like Anderson Taliska, Abu Bakr, like decent players, but never going to actually hit like a Real Madrid or, you know, anyone crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, after the World Cup, you saw the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo join Al Nasser. And his contract was pretty crazy. Um, now you're seeing least. that they're offering Messi. What was it? Something like 400 mil, like 400 mil, something absolutely mil absurd. Like a, a couple of years. Um, so the first question I have for you today, Alex, uh, given the money that they actually have available and the lucrative, lucrative offers that they could give these players, do you see more people following in all those footsteps and actually accepting an offer? Cause like, I mean, he made a kind of, more of an acceptable yeah, that, thing, you that, know what I mean? It's like not a, looked at as like how it was before. Mm. People how they they still look at like the the Russian league or like the Chinese league and say like, oh, you know, it's like, do I really want to go there and like, you know, do I want to put in that position? Yeah. Now that Ronaldo did that, players are are going to look at that and be like, okay, like, what am I? If he's playing there, like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll go play there too. Like, what do I? I don't care what people think. No one's gonna say nothing. I'm I'm getting paid. Yeah. But like with with Ronaldo going there, I I again like Ronaldo Ronaldo and Messi are just they have a big impact in everything that they yeah. do in football. And like, especially saying that Ronaldo by going there is going to open a lot of doors for people that maybe were scared or just weren't sure. Like, you know, like, is it, is, you know, is it even a good enough league? I, obviously the, at the end of the day, whoever's going there is going there for the money, Yeah, but you still yeah. want a good, a decent enough quality of football that like you can still enjoy playing. Mm. So people, obviously they're going to think about that. I think it is getting better, especially because, I feel like they're investing a lot into their soccer now because mm-hmm. they want to bring the World Cup there in 2030. Yeah. So I feel like the game is going to grow there. And I feel like a lot of, I think at first you're going to start, you're going to see people that are like closer to retirement, closer to, you know, their end, end of like their, their years. And they're going to go over there, two, three year contract. They're going to make bank and they're going to set up their families for life. Cause yeah. at the end of the day, that's what majority of them are, are thinking. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are saying they want to set up their families that, their families don't have to worry about going to work and, and struggle mm-hmm. like they had to growing up. So <clears throat> I think it's going to start with that, but I think it, it will, you'll see it slowly transition. I don't think they're going to attract every name and it's going to turn into everybody's going there, but you're, I think you're going to start seeing like, you're going to see people in, you know, the, the prime of their years or like they're getting their 25, 26, just get like getting up there. You're going to start seeing them instead of they're going to have offers from, you know, maybe United city, uh, Liverpool, Real Madrid, and then they get a stupid offer from Saudi, and they're yeah. like, you know what? Maybe I'm gonna yeah, go over well, there. Like, I don't, you know what? Hey, I don't really. I I, I want to take care of myself because at the end of the day, you never know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You can be you, you can be the greatest player in the world. Next day, you go play a game, you tear your ACL. 
people people will forget about you very yeah, fast. It's true. It is <laughs> like true. It's, it's the end of the day, you always got to watch out for yourself and your family. And I think giving them the money, how much money they have, and I, I don't even think there's you, no one could put a number on that because it's just I, every day. I mean that that oil is pouring out, man. It's more money. Cha ching, yeah. cha ching, cha ching. So <laughs> they can they can afford whoever they want, and they can tempt coaches, players, like you saw with now with Mourinho that talks about him. Yeah. You see it with talks like I you um. Oh my God! Who did I see that was linked there now? Like I, I think I saw that they wanted they wanted to bring Ramos there with um with Ronaldo mm-hmm. and Pepe. Like both those guys are like forty. They're probably still gonna get like at least 20, 30 mil yeah. a year. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They're yeah, gonna, like, I yeah, say why I'm not go there? Like I, they probably want to retire and they're like, okay, I'm done with soccer. But like that kind of money, you can't say no. It's to very it's, difficult. It, it, you got to be stupid to say no to that, especially when you're at the end of your career and you've accepted, exactly. you've won everything, yeah. or you've done whatever you have to yeah. do from a professional standpoint. Like. It's, Even it's like a tough. Messi, like if if he went there, it, I, 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 no, I don't think anyone would look at it as everyone would, would hate it because he's not playing in Europe anymore, and you know you can't see him as often as you used to. Mm-hmm. But the guy's won everything, man. Yeah. He's won everything that he he could club level. He's won everything that he could uh, uh, with his country. What else is there yeah, for him to win? It's true, really? actually, he like, has now conquered the world. He literally. literally. He has nothing else. The only the only trophy that he can win, which I think there was one person that won it, was that what was it that the the golden Ballon d'Or trophy. I think like only like Cruyff won it yeah, before. So it's it's literally this. a trophy that like they, they just randomly like you know what? Yeah, okay, we're gonna give it out to like a player that's been like. See, I've never it was, heard of it's that. like it's like the best player from like that century. And like, but oh, they only they only, vote, they've only yeah, done yeah, it yeah, once. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. I've seen it. Yeah. It's, like, it's literally like a big ball and has like these like little balls all over it. Like it's it's it's. I don't know. So he'll probably get that once he retires. That's what I'm saying. Like he'll eventually probably get that. But like, what else is there for him yeah. really to like yeah. try to achieve now? Like you, know, you can tell. Like I don't even think he has like that volia anymore. Yeah. Like, he doesn't. He just wanted that World Cup. He put everything into that, and now he's just like, yo, I'm chilling. Well, I mean, he did make a <laughs> take a little trip to Saudi Arabia, and so I, maybe and the that, rumors uh, uh, have a little bit of juice behind it and even you know? like even with psg it's like okay well whether you want to try to keep him or not like then they suspended him for for the like the yeah, week and like dude grow okay, up. just like grow up and even even he said he came out after he's like i you know i thought i generally thought we had the day off no i had this thing planned i canceled a couple times you know like i i couldn't reschedule anymore and yeah. I, had, I thought we, we had the day off so i went but well, you know it's, it's a little off topic but i will say one thing with that I think it's actually kind of cruel that you got the fucking that guy to apologize. I know and oh, make a oh, public dude. statement like it's that, crazy. like dude. Respectfully to PSG, yeah. Messi himself has more of a history than them. Oh, so You're not like, gonna <laughs> get a guy like that. You shouldn't be demanding that man Joe, comes I can, on an I can, apology. I can just take three, like just grab any random three years of Messi's career, like a playing year, three years. Yeah, dude. and there's more history in those three years than all of PSG's yeah. years put together. All PSG has done is sell Ronaldinho, have Juninho, and they created a fake FIFA legend no matter, in Genoa. Hey, no matter what they're trying to change or whatever, they're just a selling club. Yeah. They're never going to be a top club, no matter how much money they have and no matter how flashy the mm-hmm. player they buy and all this big name here, big name there, you're not winning nothing. Yeah. Dude, like, they cannot win anything with that fucking team. Now, before we get ahead of steam over here and start talking about something else... Yeah, that just fires a, me up. We don't have a lot of time. <laughs> Got a lot to talk about too with you for you guys. Um, I just before I change the subject or whatever, what I was wondering too is you saw kind of how when China just uh, decided that they want to kind of become a super league as well. Yeah, you saw the likes of Oscar go there when he just won a Champions League and whatever. Mm. You saw Hulk go there, Mascherano, Witzel, like the list goes on. Musa yeah. Dembele, like good players, peak of their powers, like. 
prowess, sorry. And they decided to just hop up, go to China. Why? Because the market, I mean, sorry, the money they offered was absolutely lucrative. Mm-hmm. Um, Nowhere near as crazy as like the, no, no, no. the Saudi, it, but it at was the still, time. At that moment, that like was, something it crazy. Was, it was crazy money for like these, that um, these players were The getting. Chinese Federation and FIFA kind of stepped in though. They put a tax on spending large on foreign players. Yeah. So anything above five mil, uh, there was a tax on that, like for the contract and even the transfer fee. Mm-hmm. It was something that they put in so they could actually and that's develop why, and that's their why own That's why you kind of saw them. That's why you saw like that down mass with that kind of spending and, all at once. and everybody like, going there. Yeah, all the players and, are like, "Fuck that!" But see, no matter no, if FIFA tries coming in on on Saudi or whatever they try doing, Saudi will pay the fines or whatever, or whatever additional fees but see, there that, is. That's my question. Do you think FIFA could do something or way far or whatever? Know, because they're not. The type, I, I genuinely don't think that. Like, because no matter what's FIFA going to do, they're, the only thing to do is fine them or say, "Okay, if you're going to buy foreign players." Let's say you pay twenty five mil. There's mm-hmm. going to be a tax yeah. on it, so you're going to end up spending forty mil. You think they're going to give a fuck? Yeah, no, you're <laughs> you genuinely right. think they're, th- they're throwing stupid money at. They're, they're okay here. They're giving people a check. Write whatever amount you want. Yeah, like, that's what they did Mourinho. Probably a. Write whatever you want. That's how much you're going to make. We don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about the number. And like when you have that kind of money to play with, no matter what FIFA, unless FIFA genuinely says they can, they, they can only have like they can only buy like two foreign players or one foreign player like yeah. per year or something yeah. like that to restrict them like that. That's the only way. But then at the end of the day, now the Saudis are getting like, they're in FIFA. Like there's like, they, they, they work for them. Yeah. They're not going to start messing around with their own people that are putting so much money into the sport. Hmm. Because it's it's at the end of the day, Joe, money talks. As much as like, no, no, you, I like, you wanted to say like, oh, you know, it's, you know, whatever. It, it's not right or whatever. It's it, money talks. And at the end of the day, it's because FIFA is a business and um, oh, what's it, what was his name? Chefrin. Platini. No, no. Oh. Platini said today he's like, hey, unfortunately now Chefrin and uh, uh, Infantino. Oh. He's like both of them now. He's like they, he's guy. like they don't care about the sport. They just care about what will bring them more money. Yeah, and see, I, I was gonna ask, like, do you like with uh, the whole Saudi league? And you, we see that they are putting an emphasis on football with their investments in different Premier League clubs and clubs in general. Um. Within their only getting these huge names, trying to like encourage the sport, whatever. Yeah. Do you think it hits a point for them though that they look and say, okay, wait, we might have all the glitz and the glamour, we might have all these studs coming to us, whatever it is, but our own national team kind of sucks ass. Do you think it hits a point for them that they actually decide let's grow these guys, or is it going to stay the same where it's like, fuck it, we're making money? You know what what they're probably going to do? And honestly, I would love to like this come true and then us to come back to this because tell me you can't like them starting to go for the for younger players who they kind of show a little bit mm-hmm. but they're having trouble making it getting onto like a bigger team they try to get one of those guys have them play for them then eventually it you get you get the passport now you now you come play for saudi I I I I genuinely feel like it's not that, a, that's, that's not a what, bad like, show. Man. They're gonna grow their players. Don't get me wrong. It's not gonna, they're obviously gonna do that for everybody. That's mm. just crazy. It's unheard of. But yeah. I th- genuinely think that they're gonna like try getting guys from other nations that play there to change nationalities. And and dude, even if they fucking have to bribe them, hey, you know what? Hey, switch over. No, I want I want to play it's for not Spain. A bad I love, show. It I really love Spain. Oh, does. $200 million yeah. change your mind? Um, Yeah, I think so. I don't love Spain that well, much. And, and let's like, get real. Like, they, they are very strict with their rules within their own country. So yeah. what if like they turn around and make some sort of new rule and say, hey, if you're here, you're becoming a Qatari citizen or Saudi Arabian that's, that's, citizen. Uh, exactly. You're eligible to play for us now. So, hey, 
here's another 20 bucks or whatever it is. Obviously not 20 bucks. <laughs> they fucking deal with millions apparently yes. there. But they do that and say, hey, come to Besiktas yeah. type of thing. You know? Dude, I, I can genuinely see that happening, man. Like they they got too stupid of money. Yeah. Man. It's, it's just a, it's just a sad thing. I do think that FIFA has to step in. I will. I, I'll be honest with you. Like for me, obviously, I get it. Athletes' careers in general, they're not very long term. You have to maximize your profits, type of thing. You got to make your money. Yeah. But I see stuff like that, and I just kind of feel like, you know, it it dilutes the market in a sense that. Like you already have the Premier League offering absurd amounts, like for transfer sums, you have absurd amounts for player wages and stuff like that. So now you factor this in. The Premier League now looks like David, yeah, rather than looking like Goliath, because again, Al Nasser could look at you and say, "Hey, you're gonna offer Mudrik yeah. forty mil. This is chump change for us. Mm. We're gonna offer you 180 mil, yeah. and then it goes back to diluting the market, where like an average guy goes for mm. so much, and like." But see, I don't think that's that's really like unless it really picks up because you have to think like, dude, I don't remember when like Ronaldo on Madrid in his prime. Remember that there was a talk that the summer would come around and let's say he had to, like he was he had to renew, but like he didn't renew yet. He had like a year left. And then you heard like, oh, this Chinese team is, is going to offer yeah. Ronaldo five years, three hundred million dollars. Majority of the players, especially guys like that or like an Mbappe or Holland, they're not going to take that. Yeah, so, but. It's not really gonna die. Like it's it's only gonna dilute it for the players. I feel like now are players that are don't really have a market for them and aren't really wanted by other teams. Yes, but then they're gonna probably just overpay for them and help out the team. But I don't I don't, I don't really see them really diluting the market just yet and for a while because they I don't think they still have that pull that they can attract anybody they want to bring there because at the end of the day. People are still going to they, they want to play in Europe. They want to yeah, play in Champions yeah, yeah, yeah. League. That's the thing that people still want to do. And that's the only saving grace that will separate Saudi from thing. If starts like if let's say FIFA like or UEFA just, you know, one like one year. OK, you know what? Uh, we're going to have some we're going to have Saudi teams and, and whatever teams start joining Champions League. Then it's just going to get stupid. Yes. Yeah. And, and I think that's what separates. That's what makes even for like when China tried to do their whole little Super League thing. Yeah. I think that's what kind of separated the guys that like wanted to compete and stuff like exactly. that because they would and have the like say Europa League, Champions yeah. League, whatever. And as much as like money talks, I do agree with that statement. At the end of the day, a lot of players love that history and the yeah. recognition of being and a part wanna, of something they're so play great. in the in the biggest competitions and they want to play on on a big team that has a lot of history. They mm-hmm. want to be a part of that history. So like with the whole like money with the money for the market thing, I don't I, I for me that I don't agree with. I don't I don't really see yeah. that being much of an issue now. In the future, like I said before, I mean, yeah, I was saying before, if you know they end up uh, start attracting younger players and the league actually starts expanding, and let's just say they get into Champions League, then you're gonna have to see what the market. But I feel like at that point there, we're gonna have the Super League. Teams are gonna have a lot more money. It's it's gonna happen. Like it's sempre super league. Joe, it's, 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 it's gonna happen, man. You know it. I know it. Well, we all know it. It's just, a, it's just right a matter of now. When. As for right now, we don't have a super league, it's and the happen. one thing that separates the Saudi Arabian League and a team, a bang average shit team like Roma, is Roma gets to compete compete in Europa League, and there's Champions League, <laughs> and Al Nasir doesn't, and Al Nasir doesn't, Al Fif. No, that's a player. <laughs> Regardless, Alfate, that I do remember. They don't have that. Um, so let's talk about 
this week's fixtures. You know, we I got Champions League going on. I knew he was, he was leading up we to got, that. We got Europa League this going on. This is what on. I was waiting for. Um, now, we, we got the Champions League games happening on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, but we don't really care about those this week. We don't, but we do. Or we don't. No, we, 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 can, we can go over it quickly, but I, I want to kind of – I want to cover yeah, our – I want to go over our I, teams. I feel, I feel like if you want to see the, the meat and potatoes, like you'd want us to talk about, you for know, because our teams are there. For the Champions League, we might have, we may have uh, some a couple uh, special guests next week. Uh, we're going to just confirm that and make sure, but uh, we'll see if we'll get it. We, we might be getting a little bit spicy. Yeah, yeah, we'll be getting a little bit spicy next That's why week. Like, I don't want to harp on it. I'm going to say quickly, 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 quickly. We'll start it off. Uh, Real Madrid and uh, City, quickly, quickly. The city has the voodoo curse lifted, so they're not going to win anything, and Real Madrid's going to win that. And then Milan versus Inter, Inter. Okay, that's well, what I'm quickly saying. So I'm now you say go quickly. Um, Milan Inter. I think Milan's going to make it out of there. City Madrid. I think Sidley. Sidley. <laughs> city is finally going to beat Real and kick them out Stop because. It. The Real is just, they haven't, I don't know, they, they're not looking the same. And I know, they're obviously, they, they, it's completely different in Champions League. They're completely different beasts. But I just think Pep will finally get his way and be able to get through them. And I think with this, the whole thing with the with the voodoo curse, now we'll see if it's actually real. If they win, I swear to God, I'm going to go fly to wherever Toure is and just I'm like, hey, buddy, okay. I need this uh, this witch doctor. I need, I need a couple favors done. Yappa, yappa, yappa. <laughs> Shut it, Shanice. Um, let's talk about the real stuff that matters, guys. Sevilla plays against Juventus. Bayern Leverkusen plays against Roma. This is happening Thursday. Pretty crazy. This is this is the big um, stuff. This me is the and big stuff that's Al have been saying for quite some time. Dude, imagine Roma versus Juve in the finals. Holy fuck. Dude, we were, like, I'd be happy because hey, the we Italian team's guaranteed, dude, but... We were saying that like before yeah. we even... Like, the matchup yeah. even happened. <laughs> it's true. Like, it it, we could have been on the same time. This could have been... We could have been facing in the semis right now. Now, I will we were talking keep, about that before. I will keep my same energy and say one thing before we try to dissect everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think this is for the best because if Roma versus Juve happened... Before a final, mm-hmm. something just tells me that it just wouldn't end well for both teams, even yeah. if they made it to the finals. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there was just something in me. I feel like this is probably the best case scenario. Yeah. Now, I'm going to ask you. We're going to talk about <laughs> Juve versus Leverkusen. Uh, sorry, not Leverkusen. Roma's playing Leverkusen. Sorry. Juve versus Sevilla. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as matchups go, do you think this is as even as it gets? Juventus versus Sevilla. Um, yeah, man. Like, honestly, I, I, I kind of wanted this from even like from before, like but even mm. before we got United, I I kind of wanted Sevilla. And then when I saw how it all played out, I'm like, hey, as long as we know we can get through sporting and if they beat United, which I didn't think they were going to, but fuck, man, like that kind of scared me even more. Yeah. But I, I think like it's it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a very even game. Like I, it's it's not gonna be like a lot of room to to like for for either team. Like I, I feel like it's I, I'm like man, I'm so scared for this game just because I this can honestly go either way. Like but you, you can't look at the standings. You can't I look at anything. Yeah, I just took the fucking words okay, out of my mouth. No, no, I'm sorry, but no, I'm, I'm saying like you can't like like the, it's like in Champions League. Madrid, they're doing bad in the league, but you know, like yeah. they're a different animal. Yeah. Sevilla, they're fucking king of Europa League. It's true. Actually. Like it, no matter, they can be in relegation zone, having the worst season of it, of their life. Munchies playing for them because they're all injured and they had nobody left, and they would still do something in Europa League. 
You're not wrong. It's just that's just it, it's in their blood, man. It's like you know, Juventus has the the, the winning DNA in like Serie A. Like they have the <laughs> Sevilla has it in Europa League. Like no matter who they come up against, they just they get it done. Now and, the, la- the last time, sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> it scares here. me. No, sorry to interrupt me. you. But the last time we spoke about this, mm-hmm. Juventus didn't get their points back. Last yeah. time we were talking about them in Europa League, you were saying they had to make the push. You have to go for it because yeah. you don't know if you're getting your points back. Top four is a mystery, blah, blah, blah. Now, we all know, well, I don't know if you guys know, but we know um, Juventus got their points back and now they're a top four team. Mm-hmm. Um, with Yeah, okay. We're, I'm just going to say top four still. <laughs> Regardless, they're in the top four. <laughs> And it not that they're comfortable, but they no. have some room for error if they were to drop a game here or there yeah. within the league. Now, does Europa League still seem as important as it once did for you guys? Yes. Yes. Two Why? reasons. Two reasons. Two. One, because first of all, with this this whole case going on, yeah, we got the points back after like they took the points away from us midseason and whatever. We got them back now. But you know the case isn't put to bed yet. They're still talking about it. Now I was reading today that might, they might come up with a conclusion at the end of the month, which is the end of the season. So, oh yeah, they're going to see how many points we have and then deduct us, but whatever, just in case, like if that happens, you can't, you know, have faith and be like, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. And yeah. let's just come top four. Then, you know, whatever happens in your open league happens. Mm. You can't think like that. Yeah. Like you have to think that, okay, let's just show, let's, let's minus 10 points. Now, just like, you know, in the UV locker room, minus 10 points, show those table, tables like that. Guys, yeah. this is where we're at just in case. We still have to fight to get up there. Yeah. But Europa League has to be a priority just in case because if we do not make top four, we need to win Europa League yeah. so we can guarantee Champions League. And that's the only way they won't be able to take it away from us no matter how many points they deduct us. Yep, you're not wrong. Then it doesn't matter. That's They have to go in there with that mentality because – like you said, I know you know now you're you're you know you're you're sitting pretty in second. You you have a little bit of room to kind of you know lose a game here, tie a game here, but we don't you don't know about you know what other what the other teams are going to do, and I don't want to wait on them and rely on them to lose games and drop points. No, you know it's, yeah. it's you as they they um whatever they have to do what the fuck they got to do because if wait, if, what's if, your if, second reason? Hold on, I'm getting oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, chef hurt. <laughs> I'm an eager beef. Now you fucked me up, but you've they this game here, <laughs> Joe. This game here, it means a shit ton, and they have to play their best game because they have to go to that final, and no matter who they play, they have to win because the league is very uncertain. I know, hey, it could be Roma, but again, that's a, that's another bit. That's another reason because it's like Milan and Napoli. You play them, no, no, but you play them in the league. You play them in the league. You you have like that that should be not an easier an op- easier opponent, but an opponent that you know you know them well. You know them well, and you should be able to to fight put up a good fight against mm-hmm. them. And you know, at the end of the day, like I'm not gonna say Juve is a better team than Roma, but we do have we do have more depth and we like we do have better players. Roma can play a better game this year, and they've showed it, but you know. Player for player wise, yeah, okay, you could say Juve have better, but for me that that doesn't really mean nothing because at the end of the day, if the players aren't playing, then what do you have? Shit. Yeah, sometimes it may exactly. be good, sometimes it may be shit. My second point: the last couple of years, Juve have they haven't, you know, they they kind of went they went trophyless, not something that anybody's used to, yeah. especially in the last ten years. It's it's a it's a weird thing, and you you lost to Inter in the Coppa Italia. 
Napoli, I mean, they had the Scudetto. They, that, no one was winning that. The Europa League, you have a good chance at it now. Like, this is a chance for you to go make a push, win a trophy that you have got the experienced guys that have done it before. Like, you got your Cuadrado, Bonucci, Chesney, guys that have been on the team. They've won trophies with Juventus. But you have a lot of young guys on the team that have never touched silverware. They've never won anything. They've never, yeah. you know, fought all the way through a tournament, went to a final, and actually won. Like, they, these guys, it's all new to them. So, Doing that, I feel like that would be massive for like the guys like Fajoli, Miretti, yeah, like uh, Ailing Jr. Like, dude, these guys here, like to, for them to like, experience that and go through that, they'll know what it takes yeah. to go to a final, to win and say like, guys, you know, you got to sacrifice at, at the end. But, you know, if you sacrifice, good things will happen. Yeah. It's, it's worth it. And I feel like that's a big reason why you like need this Europa League just to bring back that winning culture and that win- winning men- mentality to change and help these guys moving forward like next year and, and helping their growth. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm just I'm uh, sorry. We were talking about that. I, this is going to sound really offensive. I was looking at you, but I was, I was seeing through you okay. because I was thinking of other things because I know you're going to ask me, even though I'm going to try to change the subject right now, guys. Uh, Garage talk, yeah. No, 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 no. no. Garage no, talk. No, no. We're going to we're going to Roma and Leverkusen. Don't think we're just going to talk about my team and what I think is going to happen. And you're just going to because you're all scared and you're skeptical and you're what's a, your fucking uh, what's the word? Voodoo, yeah, voodoo no, no, shit. Your voodoo magic. No voodoo shit. What do you, like what, you, do you what do you think? What are your predictions first for Juve Sevilla? Right first, you know what? Hey, for Juve Sevilla. Yeah, okay. Um, I've said this before, and I will I will continue to say this. This is the best possible matchup for Juventus, in my like opinion. And mm. I know I'm always wrong with a lot of things in, that I've said. Um, but to me, I feel like the best team, like we all know Sevilla's prowess in Europe. They're fucking doing terrible in the league, but somehow they're still here. They're not here by accident either. They're here because of their DNA. They're here because they know what it takes to grind out that win. But in saying that, the one thing I will commend Juve on mm-hmm. Juve are the masters of losing ugly yeah. I live across the street from a Juve fan and we were literally talking about like the coaching situation Allegri getting rid of him getting this guy playing champagne football whatever he's like I've been a Juve fan and I could tell you right now everybody hates Allegri but I will say it's what I've gotten so used to mm-hmm. scraping together a one nothing <laughs> win and that's honestly it it's ugly it's hideous but it happens and honestly for me, I think that's one of Juve's biggest gifts, and yeah. I think one that mo- that in itself, that DNA, is perfect against a team like Sevilla because you're not going to go dominant against Sevilla. No. You're not going to fucking run right over them like United thought they were going to do. United were humbled real fast, you know. Um, so real quick, I think Juve and Sevilla. It's the perfect matchup for both teams. Yeah. Um, I'm. I don't want to say Juve is going to take Sevilla mm. because I don't want to jinx them. I'm not going to lie about, to you. Don't worry about jinx, man. If they lose, uh, they lose. That's... I'm Eddie Mush. I'm Eddie Mush. Hey, Joe, Knock on wood. If Juve loses, it's Juve's fault. No one else's. You, I don't know. <laughs> Manifesting. I start learning about this word. It's pretty crazy. Um, I do think Juve comes out because I think Juve is the team that could beat them over two legs. Okay. Um, okay. Now, next yeah. thing I want to I want to yeah. ask you. Okay. So, Javi Alonso... Taken over Leverkusen, completely changed them, brought them from 17th to 6th. Scary guy. Like, it, it's just scary what he's doing and what this team is possible mm-hmm. of doing. You're not wrong. Rome, on the other hand, recently 
kind of struggling to to get a win. Yep. Not having the best luck with with injuries. Yep. At the most important time of the year, everyone's uh, hey, fucking dead. It's 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 the end of the year, man. This is this is when the you, the, the players that can't hack it, they die. They drop. Oh man, they can't. They just they, they can't do. Their body can't handle it. It's true. But given these injuries now and Roma's form, how do you see Mourinho getting like like Roma ready for this game? And like, how do you see him going out with the team? <sighs> It's 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 super like tough. Wise. It's super tough. Do you go more attacking? Do you go more defensive? Are you going to play more of a counterattack in football? This is my thing. You don't have the okay. You do have DiBala, but how fit is DiBala? Mm-hmm. Right. So in the perfect world, DiBala could last uh, at least sixty to eighty minutes. You know, you could get that out of him. But yeah. I don't even know if that's possible. You could at this point. What I'm thinking in my head is you could get twenty minutes out of him. <laughs> that's it. Um, you have Cristante, who's played probably every single fucking game this year. Mancini, same thing. Guessed. Pellegrini, I think he's played every single game, minus a couple, barring fitness concerns and whatever. Um, Matic, he's older, extremely high IQ, but he's also withering, poor thing. A lot of injuries, a lot of things. Our depth isn't there anymore because of injuries, and we didn't even really have a lot of depth. No. But I, I honestly want to look at you and say, in the first leg you're at home, you have to go guns blazing. You have all to attack. go guns blazing. Now, I don't want to say all out attack, but I want to say you're playing an attacking cautious game. If you go too defensive that you're just trying to hit them on the counter, respectfully, I don't think there's the creativity there. Mm-hmm. and Or the speed for that matter, because you, you don't even have El Sharawi at this point. No. He's injured. So Balkan, he's not allowed to play again. I don't know what because FFP actually. I know why because <laughs> FFP are fucking cocksuckers, guys. So we have to go with a limited squad in general. Yeah. So we don't necessarily have that speed. So counterattacking is very difficult. Um, it's one of those games that you have to be controlling it from the first moment to the last moment. It's you can't allow them too much, mm-hmm. but you also can't overexert yourself. Yeah. I think I've said before, the season itself, top four is a loss. Count your blessings that you're still a relevant team, whatever, and you're in the Europa League. you got to go guns blazing for that. But Leverkusen is a tough team. Roma thrives under scrutiny. Um, I just hate that we're home the first game. Yeah. Honestly and truthfully, because if we don't get a result at home, yeah, it's gonna I'm be tough. very fearful be tough away, playing away at that point. Like, even if we tie... People will look and say, oh, no, that's not bad, though. You didn't concede. It's a tie game. The last game was what matters. No, no, I'm afraid for that Mm -hmm. because we made our home field a fortress. So it's it's a really bad situation. (laughs) But now, so now, given, you know, Uh, how good some of Bayern Leverkusen's players are doing, like, for example, Wurtz. Who's having a very good season? Even even Diaby is playing very well there. I love that guy. FIFA legend. Uh, Fast shit. Yeah. FIFA legend. Um, With these guys playing so well and, and just how good they've been in Europa League so far with under Xavi Alonso. Mm. Do you see Roma playing more of like a, you know, man to man, like I'm like Mancini's on this guy's ass following yeah. him wherever he goes yeah. or kind of more spread out, you know, kind of not really kind of grabbing their own man. You think it's going to be like, gonna a, be it's going to be like a man to man. Yeah. Man to man with a low block, because again, we, I don't even know if Smalling will be fit. Meaning Cristante is going to have to slot into the back line. Because, you know, at the end of the day, Smaldini, Smaldini. Uh, like yeah. For Roma, he's now, been Roma's best defender. I don't Roma's think he's the best player in the world. No, no, no. I think but he's been Roma's best be defender. Be- exactly. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, now we're going to have to probably slot Cristante into the back three. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was Mourinho, I would say a back four. 
But let's get real. We're no, not going to yeah. do that because Ibanez has been struggling severely. Yeah. They're going to start trying to do things, change things up exactly. now. Exactly. We don't have Diego Lorente. We don't have Marash Kumbula. So we have no depth left yeah. on our center back row. Yeah, you're kind of restricted. So Cristante is going to be there. And the last couple of games that Cristante has played center back, we played a really like low, uh, sorry, deep line. Mm-hmm. We haven't did that high press. We're too scared because we don't have the speed or the athleticism or even the IQ. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see it being man to man with a very low block, like. And I, sorry, I think that's where Roma gets burnt. I think Diaby's pace is going to just yeah. absolutely manipulate. <laughs> like, you saw how Leao burnt through Chelik, no problem, yeah. on our, as a right wing back. Zalewitski, I love him. I think he's a great kid. But he gets burnt through easily, man. He doesn't have the defensive ability, no. you know? Spina, His I IQ think is he's not fantastic too, but he is more <clears throat> pungent going forward yeah. than defending. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Big then time. there's another issue right there. I trust him more defensively than I trust Salovitsky, yeah. but it's still the principle that, you know, Le- Leverkusen has that speed and determination um, in their front three. Thank mm. God Patrick Sheik is injured because we already <laughs> he's know been, he's been he would have been, you know, he 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 been, been a Roma killer, Every man. ex-Roma player scores against us and then fucking celebrates right in front of Roma's ultras. Mm-hmm. So it was mm-hmm. a guaranteed thing. <laughs> And okay, I have one more question. It's not about the, not so much about the game, more about Roma and about Mourinho, your favorite guy. So right now, I do like him. Roma's injuries are absolutely fucking crazy right now. Like guys are just dropping. Yeah, you know, in the past, Mourinho, we all know him. What he would do in the situation, he would go and he would complain and he would go complain to the, to the, to his his staff and and to his management to, with the lack of support that he has mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And you know, he would just whatever. Now this year, you kind of see him handling things a little bit differently. Do you think he's doing that and, you know, not really attacking him more still praising these guys because he knows that, you know, okay, this team is not that, you know, as, as, as good as he's teams that he's mm-hmm. managed in the yeah. past. And he has to kind of handle it different because before he's handled teams with a lot more stars. Now it's, you know, a lot more guys that not really too many people know about and kind of just controlling them. Like, do you think it's that, or do you think it's more just growth in Mourinho that now he's just maturing as a manager? Um, well, it's it's a mix because he's recently come out. He did a long press conference after uh, the loss mm-hmm. to Inter, and he even came out and said, like, he used to have a different take on losses and stuff like that. When they lost, he would be pissed off. The players would be training extra hard, blah, 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 whatever. Now he deals with players with tenderness and respect. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if he's that's a direct jab at Roma in the sense like he's calling them pussies or whatever. Or if he's saying like he has matured as a manager, has realized himself there's only so much you could do with the constraints Roma has. Yeah. It's not as if like this is a thing that, that fucks up Roma. There's the money there. You know what I mean? The ma- the owners have money. They're yeah. 50, they're the I think top 15 richest people in the world. Mm. It's just a matter of like with financial fair play, with the debt they were left, with all these other things going on, Mourinho can only do so much. You know what I mean? And like yeah. we could only give Mourinho so much. Yeah. Look at our transfer market. We got eight players. All of them were on a free. We spent seven mil on Chelik and we thought, holy fuck, we're crazy. Mm-hmm. Seven mil for a top <laughs> team. Like that's nothing. Um, Before the Inter game, he made a comment about how he has no depth. Yeah. But then afterwards, he came out and said, there's nothing we could do. The kids are playing, whatever. Um, I think Mourinho's handled the whole situation very well. It gives me, honestly, nothing but confidence. I know there's a lot of rumors about him going to PSG, Saudi, this and that, whatever. But I still also see 
this chapter in Mourinho's life as a genuine happy moment. Yeah. You know, like in pursuit of happiness, when he finally gets that job, makes his sale, whatever, how he's standing in the middle of New York and he puts his hands up, whatever. I feel like that is Mourinho now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's accomplished everything. Rome's a beautiful place to live in. Temperature's fucking beautiful. You know, like everything about it is just his perfect moment. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I feel like that's what it is for Mourinho. Yeah. And that's why he's not as mad and not making comments or whatever. And he's not attacking everybody yeah, like I feel he like, used to be. Yeah, his, his priority is still trophies. He yeah. still wants and Obviously, you can see. He still wants a win. But I, I feel like he has now hit a point of realization and whatever where it's like, no, yeah. this is it. You know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to leave here after my second year. You know, I genuinely see him next year will be his last year. Do I see him extending? Maybe not, but I do see him riding it out. Yeah. Because I genuinely think he's, he's fallen in love with something. With, 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 I think with other than with Rome. Rome. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like he's the for Rome, once, the he's, fans, like it's like a family. It's a different, he's man. He like, he's been a top coach. He's all, yeah. he's been, look at the teams that he's been on. Like he hasn't, at the end of the day, like I, I don't like, again. I'm not trying to say this like as a as a jab to you. Like I'm not like it's a Roma's not a top team. No, like no, we never. This were. is this is a different experience for him going to a team like that where management is not at your throat to fucking mm-hmm. win, win, yeah. win. It's like, hey, come in, do your thing. Yeah. If you win and you get something done here, hey, buddy, you're gonna be a god. Yeah, because it's true. not many people can do that. It's true. So. For him, he's like, holy shit, like, this is actually kind of nice. Yeah. Like, I don't got to, you know, like, dude, he went to Tottenham and they were like, at his throat, you got to win. And they sacked him. Mm. Like, team, he a team like finals. that, if, they, if, if Tottenham had a different mentality and they just said, you know what, we, we, we accepted, we're not as good as City, even Arsenal or yeah. Liverpool, any of these teams. We just want you to give our give this team direction and and some sort of an identity because they don't have anything. They don't mm-hmm. have a winning mentality. It's true. They, it's they've true. never won. Come here, do your thing. We're not gonna, you know, we don't want results right away, but we want to see growth. We want to see the. And I think I generally think him and Conti, if they got given that kind. of... Conti's a little bit different. I don't want to get Conti, Conti's also yeah. younger, though. Yeah, so and he, and he like wants he'll... to still like win. Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit different. But Mourinho, stick it on that. If he, like if he got given that opportunity, I think he might still be the, he might still be there, and I think he would have done a lot more than yeah. he did when he yeah, went in his I time agree. there. I think he's finally fallen. Like obviously, Mourinho's been in love with every project he's been a part of. Yeah, you know, he's been giving the keys to the castle. He built championship winning sides. He's loved certain fan bases and whatever. I just think with Roma, like it's something new that he's yeah. like you know, like it hasn't happened. Like even when we're losing, mm-hmm. they're still chanting his name. The fans are still there in full force. They had a banner up over the weekend that's something about redemption. I can't remember word for word, but you know, you it's something about like you could fall, but the redemption is what makes it even better. But yeah, like yeah. something like that along those lines. And you know, I don't think he's ever had that kind of support. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we've lost, we're not a terrible run of form. <laughs> God off. <laughs> but the fans are still showing up. Yeah. Mourinho says, Hey, I need you guys there. They're there. He They're said, hey, on, I man. need you guys to show up to the Primavera game. We sold out 15,000 tickets <laughs> to a Primavera game. Nobody even knows what That's that is. crazy. But it's like it, he has everybody's love, respect, yeah. adoration. Like, And I think that's why he's finally fallen in love with the project and not just the idea of winning something. Winning, winning. He, so, want, he, he still wants to win and get, and, and get trophies and just add to his resume. But it's not his priority yeah. anymore. He's yeah. kind of grown and, and, and kind of changed. From that whole mentality. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but on that note, got about 10 minutes left. Um, so there is something I want to speak about. Okay. 
uh, surfing through the podcast, doing a little bit of research, uh, and I saw something that caught my mind, and I thought we could maybe use this for Garage Talk. So thank you, Footy Culture, for this idea. Thank you, guys. Um, I hope you don't mind. We took it. We're not going to do anything. We're, just, we're, just, we're commanding you. <laughs> thank you. We're just um, putting our input into it. So we saw that they spoke about players from the past, if they could make it present day, no. and which players and stuff like that. Um, so which players wouldn't make it in present day? I've seen they mentioned Roy Keane, David Beckham, uh, Wesley Schneider, uh, Gattuso. Um, I'm going to just comment on that quickly only because I'm an outspoken guy. Um, I think a guy like Gattuso and Roy Keane, always needed. Yeah. Always needed. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, you may not have a set position for them, but you always need an enforcer. Yeah. You always need that guy that's willing to get stuck in there, willing to make those plays. Do the dirty work. Yeah, like I, I, I agree that the game has changed, and you know those kind of players that you know they don't really have any skill. Like Gattuso had no skill. Yeah, he was shit. But he was just a workhorse that one, all he would do was he was he would win the ball back, and he would pass to Pirlo. Pirlo would do all the passing. Yeah. That's all he would do. To say that you know he wouldn't be he wouldn't make it or he wouldn't be good in today's game, I don't agree with. I I think like you said, you still need those kind of guys in your team. Obviously, on the right team, you're not going to have like a midfield of a three guy, like a Roy Keane and Gattuso yeah, running yeah. your midfield. You, you obviously need, like, <laughs> you're it, not going to make again, it anywhere. Again, Gattuso would be the perfect guy to have beside, like a, a proper Anagista, yeah, like a Pirlo was. You if put, you could find that, dude, you put that, you perfect. put that in, in a in a proper midfield, like oh, yeah. a, a guy like a Gattuso. You nah, put yeah, Gattuso that, in City's that, that, midfield that's, that's, with oh, with that's Rodri com- and uh, what's his name? With the Bruyne, game over. See you later. They like that's the perfect enforcer. Yeah, but. Regardless of harping on that stuff, um, I actually have a name that I genuinely don't think respectfully to this man. I don't think he would make it because it's with VAR's inclusion and whatever, this guy's not scoring any goals. I think I know you're going to say. Filippo Inzaghi. <laughs> yeah, you okay. are, he is not scoring yeah, no, a single goal. That. He is not. That, not, not even the whole like the fact of, of VAR. I just don't think like the, his his play style and he just his positioning like okay well obviously with var but like his positioning everything he was just so bad the man was offside nine times out of ten the one time don't you're wrong he was a killer he finished every chance he had any chance that he had got in the box he would finish but But he had zero touch (laughs) zero touch zero speed zero body presence i don't even think he had an aerial ability (laughs) he was just an opportunist my my dad used to call him the garbage man Yeah. yeah You'd say he's the garbage man. That's He'll literally pick what he was, slot. man. He was a garbage man. And what did he do? Every game he would come in, he would score. Perfect super sub. But if you come present yeah, with no. that energy that he had, he was offside. He couldn't, Even couldn't, that, he, that he couldn't run time. at you. He couldn't like <laughs> he couldn't do anything. Yeah, he stuff. was just like, he, he was and when he would just try to make that run, he was always offside. Yeah. He he could not time a run. And he may obviously back then scored a lot of goals, mm-hmm. but you go look at go look at I, I want to say maybe just to be generous, 82%. Or maybe nice. offside. You're being nice there. Or maybe You're being offside. Super nice. There. Yeah, I'm being generous. They're probably offside. A guy nowadays. like him wouldn't last. Um, I don't think Peter Crouch would even be a thought. No, Peter all, Crouch. Actually. I don't. <laughs> Dude, I know he's like a cult icon no, over no, here no, and no, respectfully no. Like, whatever. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of draw the line. I, I feel yeah. like that, that's a guy that he wouldn't even crack it into like no, a, a primavera team no like Peter he would Crouch he would not ability. even he wouldn't make it like i don't think he has any like the skill for it he just right right place at the right time was yeah. what he was what, what i mean don't get wrong i respect him because he'd probably look at you and say the same thing yeah but he just today's day and age he wouldn't crack no there's no. too much the, the players have evolved now look at lewandowski harry kane they're tall mobile target men yeah you know, that's the he strike force. Ba- but the thing is, like, Peter Coach barely made it in his own time. Exactly. So, like, you know 
now like a, a guy like that nowadays would not crack it. Yeah. And especially in the Premier League where he where he played his whole fucking yeah. career. Like oh, yeah. would not crack it in there at all, man. Now, do you have a player you don't think would make it? Like present day? <sighs> a, it's a tough. Pres- wait, a present day player? Sorry, a legend of the past wouldn't make it present day. That wouldn't make it present day. That wouldn't day. make it present day. Um I'd it is wanna, tough though, because honestly, it was a tougher time to play. I think physicality it, it, wise, yeah, like, back back then, I feel like a lot of like a lot of players back then would be able to play now. Obviously, like for me, probably Neville. Oh yeah, he'd be, he's a bum. I don't think like Jamie Carragher. Like, see you later, buddy. Carragher maybe no. like depending, like maybe like oh, maybe playing for like Swansea or something. Not even, dude. But, like, no, Roy got, Kent. Like, Roy Kent like from Neville. Ted Lasso. Would be better than Jamie Carragher. Dude, Roy Kent's a legend. Roy Kent is. Roy Kent. Roy Kent's an icon. Dude, he's a fucking icon. Yeah, you're not wrong though with Neville. I, I, yeah, for me, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, probably, like, Neville would be one guy that I don't think would, uh, would, would do anything. I mean, I don't know if okay, it's not that long ago, but like, I still don't. He like, was barely a thing back then. Andy Carroll. Yeah, no, he's I don't think now. I don't think now he would really do anything. <laughs> I, like, I don't yeah, know. Like, you, uh, like I'm trying to like. West Ham legend, though, so I mean, can't okay. talk too much about that because then we're going to have Zach cry. Ah, that's it. okay. Zach can cry all he wants, man. <clears throat> I was going to say Paul Scholes. Paul Speedy Scholes is another one, man. I, I never <laughs> rated him as a I, – I never rated him. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what he was. I know I'm going to get attacked for saying I that. Mean, he was good in his time, but I, I agree with you that I don't think he would be the player he was. I think, he may, he might, I think he'd be able to play now, but I don't think he'd be able to be the player that he was – at that time yeah. when he was playing. My thing is, I just don't know what his role would be. Like, okay, David Beckham. You take him for example. I didn't. I don't rate Beckham too highly, <clears throat> whatever, but I do think Beckham would be still what he was present day. Mm. Yeah, only because of his, his, his ability. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even think he was anything when he played other than just hyped up for scoring a free kick and taking your, then having yes, a baby shirt on. But I and think having every hairstyle I think known that's to why he would survive present day. But he, just for James his looks, were, yeah. Just for his looks, that's all he would be. No, okay. I think Beckham offered a little bit more, a little bit He'd more. Be like, I'm not gr- saying anything crazy. Tell me, t- tell me, I'm wrong. He's literally Jack Grealish. I, so I, good, I actually like just Jack a good, Grealish. just a good looking. Yeah, because okay, no, I like Jack Grealish because like the shit he does off he's the a field. Shit like, he's, he, but he, he's like he's just a, a, a nice guy. Like I always yeah, see him like helping people bands, out. Like he's having a good time. He, yeah, he's like he's a fun guy. But like he's just he that's literally he's literally just that. Like, he's just yeah. a good looking guy. You know, he, he's decent at soccer, but I don't like he's not like a top player that is going to whatever go down as like an icon. Yeah. And I, I Actually, think, Grealish, no. Beckham, no. though, I, I don't know. He was just revolutionary for his time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Rooney he, was. Rooney was fucking crazy. Rooney was. I will say Rooney was crazy. Not Beckham. No. no. Rooney changed England. He was just uh, that. They, they went from having a Peter Crouch like, OK, this is what Stryker's supposed to be. And like Lineker. And then they got then he got Rooney. Gary Lineker. Captain Waza. I hate Gary Lineker, but I respect <laughs> the fuck out of Gary Lineker. You think he would make it now? No. As long as he didn't shit his pants, then yeah, he's fine. He could make it on any team. Maybe still played for Leicester and get relegated with them, but still a guy. But still, he was still he Neville, was still Neville and Carragher, fuck you guys. <laughs> Micah Richards is way better than both of you put together. I love Micah Richards. You think he? You think? Oh he, yeah, he was a unit, dude. dude what the hell? What the hell? Did he, did he play like Bolton? Dude, yeah, <laughs> Bolton, like Sete, Fiorentina legend. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> on that note while i was thinking about it um i think we have a message from our sponsors yeah quick little message from our sponsors if you guys haven't heard yet our sponsors are ultras xi ultras xi.com 
If you haven't checked it out already, guys, I don't know what you're doing. Go check it out. Support us. Support the show. We love it. You'll love it. Guys, fuck off. Go Get buy a it. sticker. Get a sticker. They're new. <laughs> yeah. They're new, new, new used. Stickers aren't out yet on the website. Though. Oh, shit. Never they're mind. Stickers, don't, don't look at that's them. Gonna be don't on even se- look at That's going to be on season two, guys. Yeah, so keep an crazy. eye out for that. But if you haven't already, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at UltrasXI. And we'll see you. We'll hear you next week, guys. Ciao.